This is Roy Hales with Cortez Currents. Jonas Feynman has been at sea for most of the last seven months, cleaning up beaches, showing tourists the marine wonders of our area, and as the captain of the scientific research vessel. He returned home briefly last week, before setting out again for the waters off southern Vancouver Island. You have to be away from home so often. What does that do to uh, family life? Being away at sea can be difficult for anyone who shares a connection with the sea. Just because the sailor's gone doesn't mean that their absence doesn't include or affect the, the lives that the sailor shares. So, and every sailor's situation is different. You know, when I was 19, it was difficult not being on shore with other 19-year-olds. It was that, that youthful terror of missing out on an experience with your friends. When I first fell in love, I, I remember feeling stunned every time I headed out west and away from that kind of interpersonal. You never feel quite as alone as you have after you've loved someone. Now, as a parent, I find that trying to imagine the sounds of my children's laughter through the roar of the ocean, it's almost like an extremely heartbreaking form of meditation. So luckily, in, in two decades at sea, I think I finally found myself in a community of mariners and friends who share a very common situation on shore. And that is that we are, we're all longtime ocean people. We have partners and families and a serious passion for working on the ocean. And that's what we share. And I think we recognize and understand one another differently, which enables us to approach each other with a different measurement of depth so we push each other we protect each other and i think we do that so that our time away is is a pure experience it's kind of like we teach each other how to straddle different planets and it's always going to be difficult i think the people who love and live with sailors totally deserve their own interview but i feel strongly that it always does come back to family and i'm really blessed to have two. I have one here on land and I have another offshore and I am surrounded by a really fantastic array of passionate men and women who we help each other to occupy land and sea in a way that seeks out adventure and overlays it with grace and I'm very lucky so that's that's how this sailor makes sense of it. What was your season like? Speaking as primarily as boat owner and a facilitator of wilderness trips. We had uh, a lot uh, a lot more local people. When I say local, it's not just uh, Cortez Islanders, but a lot of people from Vancouver Island and a lot of people from the lower mainland, which I think reflects the limitations that travelers were experiencing during this ongoing pandemic. And it was, I think, really refreshing for a lot of people to realize what has always been there. And it actually became one of the highlights for Amy and I we had a lot of repeat travelers. So we had guests that had a good trip and decided to come back the next day. We try to cover different sides of Cortez Island. We had people just booking a trip on each one of our trip itineraries for a week. I really was proud of the atmosphere that I think we promote on Misty Isles. It makes people want to come back. And that was just exactly what we needed after 2020, which we're really grateful that we survived it. A lot of small businesses didn't, but we did make it through. It was, it was pretty, 
pretty tense there for a while. So to just have really engaging, happy people. And we had a really beautiful summer weather-wise. We did have a lot of fires all over North America, which is very troubling. However, here in BC, even with the 300 plus wildfires that we did have, which did cause a lot of damage, we didn't get a lot of smoke over our waters this year. And I hate to sound selfish, but it was really nice to be able to breathe, see the coast range and see all of our islands in this archipelago. So we came out of our 2021 cruising season feeling very nourished. It was good. How long was your season? We initially were set to start in early May. And then, of course, our main North Star in running a business during this global pandemic has been what's coming out of uh, provincial public health. And so right towards the end of April, it was determined that the number of people being affected by the COVID-19 virus was increasing again. I think they referred to it as a second wave. And Amy and I made the decision again to not start running. A big part of our experience the last two years now has been how to combine a successful business model or vision with simple social responsibility. So we decided to not run trips for a whole month. And that's not a good business model. <laughs> you, you want to keep the people coming, but we felt strongly that encouraging travel was the wrong thing to do. So the shoulder seasons for Misty Isles for myself has been in, involving coastal cleanups. I think our last time we talked, we discussed what has now been known as the uh, Marine Debris Removal Initiative. It's, a, it's been a provincial endeavor for two years running now, and it's focusing on the assessment debris oh. collects. So has, had deciding to have Misty Isles stay at the dock for the month of May, I again hopped on to a sailing vessel called the Island Odyssey. It's a six to eight foot catch. And I had a crew of eight people on board. We left Vancouver on May 7th. And by the time we got to Bella Bella in Heltsick First Nations territory, there were nine different vessels about 90 different crew members. We'd all assembled at this one big anchorage to start our first day of uh, cleaning up the coastal shorelines. Following this fleet, it was a tug called the Ginny Bay, and it was towing a very large barge. We called it Large Marge Barge, in fact. And, and it was called the Heltzik Horizon. It was supplied to us by the Heltzik First Nation. And on top of that barge was a helicopter. The way that the next 16 days unfolded for what was known as Expedition One, was that all the crews spread out to different islands and shorelines that we had initially assessed by using satellite technology. And we started cleaning up and categorizing an enormous variety of marine debris, mostly jetsam. So we have flotsam, which is stuff that floats around. Jetsam also floats around, but it's, it's involved a human hand. So we're talking about garbage. The thing that changed in 2021 was that we ended up recycling over half of what we gathered. So to give it some scale, 2020 last year, we had a 40-day expedition and gathered 127 tons of marine debris. 2021, 40-day expedition, we gathered 200 tons of marine debris and 60% of it was recycled. 
So that was a big step and it was a very dynamic operation. There's been some very good optics about it. A lot of great photography just to show the public what's going on. And it was a huge collaboration between the province, Coastal First Nations, the Small Ship Tourism Operators Association of BC. So that was a really great way to start the season. And uh, about two days after I flew home from Prince Rupert, we had our first guests on Misty Isles and then it was nonstop until about September 25th was our last trip. And it was really just in the nick of time because the weather really turned into what we're experiencing now. We went from a very pleasant, sometimes intensely hot summer to our southeasterlies one after the other. And now we're in November. Can I ask about what you've done since September 25th? So on September 26th, after securing Misty Isles, I actually flew up and took over a vessel known as the Island Roamer, which is a touring vessel, another 70-foot sailboat that I've been skippering since 2014. I spent three weeks up in the Great Bear Rainforest leading some photography expeditions. We were spending a lot of time up in a bear-laden salmon estuary, so we're following the last of the uh, pink and chum salmon runs and observing respectfully grizzly bears and black bears. We were lucky enough to see Cromody bear on a couple occasions, but it was very wet. <laughs> it was about the wettest, most turbulent Northern Great Bear rainforest season I've had in, in nine years of working up there. And now with the, the cruising season being done, I'm shifting back into my off-season, off-Misty Isles work, which involves the, the sciences. So currently I'm uh, skippering a 70-foot uh, steel research sailing boat that belongs to the Raincoast Conservation Foundation. Next week, I'm heading down to uh, the Juan de Fuca Straits to take it over for two and a half weeks. We are the platform for an Environment Canada climate change survey that involves quantifying seabirds. So we drive in a certain pattern every day and basically count birds and assess the weather and sea variables. Then a month later, we go back and do it all over again. The idea is to build a database of species and correlate that with weather changes and, and variations to see how, how our global climate situation is actually affecting our local species. Do you have any observation that you can report I think it's a little early in the survey and I would be hesitant myself to make that assessment. The idea behind this is to accumulate a large enough amount of empirical data so that we can start comparing and contrasting and seeing what the differences might be based on the time of year, again, in the same place. The survey is, is it operates on both sides of Vancouver Island. So in two months, I'll be out on the west coast of Vancouver Island, just like I was last Christmas. This next month, I'll be actually a little closer to home between Souk and Nanaimo. I would be happy to, to share the fruits of this survey as it advances. We are coming up on the first the completed year of it. It's a five-year survey. So we're going to have a lot of time to, to try to build a good stock of information. The idea being that the numbers don't lie. Climate change means a lot of different things to a lot of different people, but we're going to take a, a very clean scientific approach to do a good assessment. Do you have any thoughts for the future about marine tourism, beach cleanups, all of these scientific research projects you've been involved in? What makes me feel very good about all of this, and there's a lot going on, is that some very strong communities are continuing to develop and are actually new communities that revolve around 
marine operations, the impact that humans have had on the marine environment, how we responsibly work on the coast as purveyors of travel and tourism. The, the marine debris removal initiative that I participated in was certainly the largest beach cleanup in BC history. But there was lots of other endeavors going on all over the BC coast. So out on the west coast of Vancouver Island, there were several small groups that were working very hard in conjunction with the coastal First Nations on that side of Vancouver Island. Haida Gwaii had its own deal going. The um, village of Kitkatla near Prince Rupert. Locally, there were also beach cleanups on Cortez, Quadra, and the rest of the Discovery Islands, as well as along the east coast of Vancouver Island from Comox to the Johnston Strait. Things are happening because it can't just be one pickup. One 40-day expedition a year is not going to do it. It's estimated that 8 million tons of garbage basically goes into the world's oceans annually. And we were pretty happy about getting 200 tons out. So that's just scratching the surface of the surface of the surface. And so we need these little communities to step up for our environment and, and go. And also we need to see how our recycling infrastructure evolves with that because we're learning that some things are harder to recycle than others. So that's quite a big question, Roy. But I think from a local level, I think the dedication and the, uh, the energy that we're seeing up and down the coast in these little small pockets, small community pockets is, is really impressive. And I think that's how we're going to start getting ahead. We just need more and more and more. You've been listening to an interview with Jonas Feynman about this last season on board the Misty Isles, beach cleanups, scientific expeditions, and the family life of a sailor. This is Roy Hales with Cortez Currents. Goodbye.